Hey everybody, this is Perky of Perky Perspectives. I have with me Positive Ashley, and we are going to do an interview today, and I'm so excited to have her on. But before we get into that, I just want to say thanks for everybody that is still rocking with me and still tunes into the podcast. Um, I appreciate you, and I will ask that you please share, like, comment, subscribe. The podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Pandora, as well as my website, perksofwellness.org, and on YouTube underneath Perky Perspectives. And, you know, thanks again. Also, please tune in to my Patreon, patreon.com slash perspectives. You know, I will be updating it shortly, but there are still things up there that you can get into and vibe out with me um, so that we can continue going on this journey. But again, I have with me, Positive Ashley. She also has an Instagram, Pretty Girls Polls, as well as her own Positive Ashley. Is that the whole thing, Positive Ashley? Is that yours? Positive Ashley, yeah. Okay. And um, she does a lot of things with body positivity, also feminine expression. Um, I actually met her when she was doing Yoni Steams. I don't know if you still do that, <laughs> but yes. Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> But, um, you know, this is my sister from a different mother and sister in Miss, Miss, you know, how that thing go? Yeah, <laughs> but we, we, we birthday twins and we actually found out recently that we have a lot more in common than we thought. Um, so we're going to talk about that. But can you first just start off by, by telling the audience what you have going on for 2021 and like just how the transition into this new year feels for you? And if you have anything to say to your audience about like what's going on. Alrighty, well, hey, Posse. I call my positive Posse, Posse. So I'm gonna call you guys Posse. Um, hey, everybody. Um, oh, I have a lot cooking up for 2021. And I feel like I just do not have enough months to do everything because I wanna do it all. But the biggest project right now is launching the Pretty Girls Poll Play and Slay Tour. We're popping up in 12 different cities, teaching body positive classes with, of course, pole dancing, hills, chair. And I'm actually going to do um, a surprise party at the end. And to know a little bit more about that, you have to subscribe to the tribe. Um, Pretty Girls Pole is a full um, body positive and pole uh, dance and fitness community. It's a global community that supports women and men, even though it has the word girl in it. Um, we support men in the um, pole world and we um, provide teacher trainings, workshops and classes globally. So definitely if you're interested in becoming um, pole certified, joining a class, we might be jumping and touring towards a city near you, visit the site and um, you'll learn a little bit more about that. But aside from that, I'm a serial entrepreneur. Um, I do more than one thing and I monetize them to my, my greatest potential and they're a part of my life brand. So Positive Ashley, no, my name isn't Positive Ashley, but my real name is Ashley. I have to say that because <laughs> people <laughs> ask me, is it a fake name? <laughs> so Positive is not, but on my lead meditation, yoga classes, and mantras, I love to give people hacks on how to manifest their best life. Right. And um, with doing that, it, it comes in many different facets. So I'm also a doula and I have a spa called Living Womb Spa. Um, it was open in Atlanta. So coming into 2021, well, actually last year from COVID, I closed down the spa, ironically, right when COVID happened. So right when that happened, I ended up moving and going into this year, even though I'm not going to open the spa, I'm going to be doing like a mini pop-up version of that. Too. I tested that out in 2019. And yeah, I was going to say, you did a lot of pop-ups last yeah, year. Yeah. Like I mean, and it's good. Like, um, yeah, talk about that. Talk about like um, the way it feels to do pop-ups rather than just going into just getting a, a storefront. Because I think some people feel like, oh, I got to buy my brick and mortar, which I mean, it might change now in 2020 COVID climate, 2021 COVID climate, but can you explain like how it was for you to have a studio in your own space compared to how it was doing the, the pop-ups? Oh, very much so. And that is a great contrast to, um, to even see that in. And I would say like, definitely that was my first, um, 
storefront, quote unquote, I opened. Um, I actually was in two different locations and it opened and started in downtown Atlanta. And um, with that, just understanding when you get booth rent, think of this as like you paying rent twice, just somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> so right. where, like where you live and then where you work <laughs> that part so you're paying for the office and you know all the inventory and anything in between to keep that up so definitely first off the biggest difference is you having the capital to invest in a location and right. make it serviceable for people to you know feel comfortable feel welcomed and do your service out of yeah and the um, confidence that you'll keep people coming because it's like you might have it up front but do you have enough people that are loyal to your business yes the ability to bring in new clients so that you can continuously pay this the uh, rent yeah, right. the bills for two locations okay right. <laughs> and that's another great um pull to steal from that too um the fact that you said that you have to be able to to bring them in so even though you have a place y'all y'all still have the market you still have to promote yourself so going into groupons doing collaborations sale days like just planning ahead for that stuff and knowing that hey if you're not there who's gonna open but hey if you're at the place where you can hire employees of course that's that but then you also have to factor that in i have to pay my employees yeah and exactly. whew, it, it becomes a lot so and Being a bit, they say that it is not easy okay <laughs> <We're> <laughs> no not uh, <laughs> so i would definitely recommend even though that wasn't my first walk around the park it was a great experience because i'm not from atlanta so for anybody who is getting to know me um, i'm born and raised los angeles and i moved to atlanta after college so um hello um <laughs> so definitely been working i guess you could say against that that working against me being in a new place and opening up um it definitely taught me a lot but it made me network even harder to keep things open and going so um even though it was like divine timing like things shut down and i was getting ready to close things down to move anyway it just kind of definitely worked really well but for the pop-up um when i was living in la um back in 2019 um i was popping up and doing um v-steam um at houses or in my mom's house she has extra rooms that i actually recreated like a little mini studio version of what i have at the studio and um pretty much with that you're able to save so much more capital because you're not paying rent well i mean at that time i still was so <laughs> i was able to work somewhere else but still pay the rent so that that was nice to be able to pop up somewhere else and still move around remotely work quote unquote um and also just being able to keep more of your capital but also move around to make more collaborations like i was able to meet an investor who was talking about investing into a spa mm -hmm. in los angeles yes mm -hmm. and um so you know i would never say be don't even if you don't have all your chips in a row don't be afraid to to open or start something yeah you gotta know where experience. where you need to fill in the gaps Hold on. Okay, so yeah, you were saying that through you doing these pop-ups, you were able to network with people. And through that, you were able to meet an investor. Now, obviously we're in 2021 to where the event game has changed a little bit. I mean, you're in a different part of the state. So I don't yeah. know if it's more open in your area, but like just traditionally, a lot of places are closed or closing early and that mm -hmm. the opportunity to network physically network is not really there anymore so like how have you been getting along with that oh so goodness okay so as a brand strategist this is one of the other hats that i wear um to help people manifest their best lives um i give them ideas and tools and hacks to put whatever they want into action into their brands so um this has made me kick up my entire instagram and just my outreach to people differently how i'm using my newsletter chains um actually using little text replies on instagram to interact with my new followers um what else joining more zoom classes like investing in my own personal like uh coaching classes like i signed up for uh to do more yoga training. So, and that led me to like 500 more people that are doing the same thing and they ended up following me. Um, and so other trainings like that, like um, if anybody's heard of 
uh, therapy for black girls. Sometimes they bring in other hosts and experts and um, joining their classes. Like, you know, you just, you're ending up tapping into other people's markets um, and even interviews. I think that the podcast game is just like changing things completely when it yeah. comes to knowledge and clubhouse. I don't even think clubhouse was clubhouse. Oh, I don't think clubhouse was out yet. It is now. Um, it's not on Androids. I don't think it's on. Yeah, it's not on Android. I believe I made my account for Clubhouse in December, but um, even that, like, that was just like a whole new boom of okay. That was. <laughs> I'm wondering to see how it's gonna grow, but and that's the other thing. Like, well, okay, you're you're saying a, a few good things. One is professional development, which you know I urge people just like how you're doing to still take the time to do professional development even if they're just their own business owner or they're trying to be independent because like most of the time your job your nine to five will provide it not all the time but a lot of the time they'll provide it Mm -hmm. but it's like what happens when you're working for yourself and like you said you know you have to go and take that initiative but for people to know, like, if you're applying for grants or loans, or, you know, you're doing your budget for your business, put that in your business budget, like, put aside a certain amount of money for professional development. Because like you said, like, not only does it help you get more skills or hone in on more skills, but it helps you network. So at the end, it's going to help with your business, regardless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and outside of that, it just made me scale up and, you know, make me join more conversations because honestly I don't think I'm one of those um content creators or Instagrammers that go live a lot like I actually don't really care for it um (laughs) I'm I'm definitely like an in-person kind of person so even if I did my first pop-up class like you guys IG IG takeover made me do a freaking virtual class and it turned out like more people wanted it so it created this supply and demand situation where it's kind of forcing me to provide more online content but it's (laughs) giving me (laughs) it's giving me a bigger platform so I'm it's like you know, don't complain, but do the work and network. <laughs> right. That's one of those things towards just like, you You ever heard of those people that they were like, oh, you know, I just started doing my business and it exploded and I wasn't expecting it. Like, that's like mm-hmm. those, that one is like one of those moments where people are just like, yeah, I just started and boom. Like, you got to sometimes, you got to know that you got it. Like, <laughs> people want to like (laughs) and another one I went I went past my 10k and if for anybody who doesn't know like this is my third Instagram (laughs) so I've been deleted before so at like 6k and 8k and so this is my third time y'all making thousands of organic followers and when you make over 10k you unlock secret hacks with Instagram like that little swipe up feature like where people Mm -hmm. can actually put their websites or whatever they want to put you get that you get certain um promotional things and like just it's just certain things that unlock so when I finally went past that and more actual great brand paid brand um collaborations were happening so it made me step up more virtually but then it it granted more opportunities because I was more present online well you're gonna have to help me get there because I'm like you I'm tired of going live and stuff (laughs) I'm tired of managing it's too much to do but you know, maybe this is where we collab. Look, look, we networking right now. Maybe you can right now. <laughs> Just swipe up. Like, I don't feel like talking about it. Just swipe up. Like. <laughs> Helps, y'all. I promise it is. <laughs> so, okay. Now, that brings us to another point because you've been, like you said, you helped to push over that 10,000 by doing more virtual classes and stuff. Now, I personally know that you've been through something recently that has made you have to sit down what are the next few weeks going to be like for you? And do you want to kind of talk about like what happened that, you know, that made you have to like kind of regroup and <laughs> re-strategize yes. like attack? Yes. Um, and I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up because I try to be as transparent as possible when, you know, for example, when people ask like, how are you? And you typically give them the fine when, you know, you probably had a sucky day and you just didn't want to go deep into it. So mm-hmm. I've been going even deeper with that and like being transparent, but I had a few big roadblocks and some of the roadblocks I talk about them on my podcast with my friends on what's on our plate. And one of the biggest things coming into this year, like y'all, my grandma died the second day of 
the new year. <laughs> and that was the day that I flew back from Los Angeles to go back home where I'm in, I am in Mississippi now. So like just getting the news. She was in Mississippi or she was in LA? In LA. So, so you I was home. left her. Yeah. Oh gosh. And then got the call. I know. I, I was so glad because I would have one of those like, you know, like, I don't know if I want to go home for the holidays kind of thing because I don't celebrate holidays. So I'm really glad that I did go. But that was like one of the the like roadblocks that I hit. So even though I like wanted to hit the ground running, I had stuff like autopiloted on newsletters that I had to just stop because I'm like, I'm not there. But I had to process the grieving. So it was that. And I went to her her funeral she was finally buried because what's crazy too because of covid so many deaths are backed up with death certificates and it's like holding up processes so we finally laid her to rest uh march 6th so the beginning of this Jeez, month. it took too much that's like how they do it in jamaica they just have them on ice like wow geez. and that's, that's so crazy so like imagine just holding that like grieving until I'm ready to just like boil over for March 6th. And so after is that, that how I was, sorry, not to interrupt, but is that how it was? Like you felt kind of like you couldn't fully push past the grief until she was laid to rest? Yeah, kind of, sort of. Like I, I know for one, I'm not a, a death kind of funeral person. Like I've been to one or two before, but I just, it's kind of like, you know, I just need a, it's, I need a time to reset. Like I can't just do stuff. <laughs> afterwards so I knew that um like even though physically and like the things that I had planned I knew that I wanted to do them but then in Greece in the times of Greece you have these like emotional roller coasters like you feel okay one moment and then you kind of like crash into like tears or you're triggered by a memory or whatever so when I realized like that was happening I was like oh oh man I'm gonna need some time like just yeah sometimes you don't realize you need to chill out until you like are forced to (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I feel like everything is in divine timing like even though I had some like really great things that were ready to go at that time it just wasn't time and nobody knew that we're coming you're like nobody knew the positive posse don't know what I had planned so to me it was just like you know hold on to it it's release it and it's going to be time when it's time and recently this month this happened last week so I relayed my grandmother's dress a few weeks ago two two Saturdays dang two Saturdays ago and y'all last Thursday I freaking hurt myself on the pole now I'm a pole instructor (laughs) let me just make this clear (laughs) you should probably land with that think I fail and they're like how are you training people and like teaching people and you don't hurt yourself so I'm quote-unquote considered like hyper flexive so I can you know do splits and do super flexy things that most people can't and I did this move on a pole where I just I can't even really describe it to you it's the way I move my my leg and it popped out of place and I heard it pop but I didn't drop because I was on a pole so I would have really hurt myself if I would have just froze up and just like bam hit the floor so my crazy self even though I heard the pop I stopped dancing I did my little flow down and then I stopped and I was like ow my leg like hmm okay I can move it I can stand up I'm okay and I just kept (laughs) (laughs) for like 30 more minutes and then I realized like oh snap my kneecap is bigger than the other one. Um, Kibian, like, come check this out. That's your guy, right? <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, whoa, I think I really hurt myself, and I ended up going to the hospital the next day because I started limping, and I was just like, whoa, I have a quote-unquote ligament collateral, no, lateral co- lateral collateral ligament tear. Ooh. So almost something like a ACL tear, but not as damaging. Yes. Yes. And you make me want to, I, I was looking around because I, I have my, my paper somewhere that have what I did. Because just for the audience, me and Ashley, we, we both hurt our, our left knee. I just happened to do mine January 18th. So I'm like a little bit before you, but I had the, I had a lateral tear, I think like yours or like an injury. Um, and then I re-injured my ACL. But what I think I did, I probably did what you did. And then they I'm just like moved it out of place. 
Good. It, yeah, well, I heard the pop like you did. So I'm wondering, because they have no idea what I did. Like, at least for you, they can kind of see because they probably you probably didn't have an injury before. For mine, I had the ACL tear and the lateral thing, um, but I was still able to walk. So I'm wondering if they just happened to see that I already have an ACL tear, but it's old, and then I re-injured it by doing whatever you just did. But yeah, I heard yeah. the pop like you did too. And it's hard for your knee because you look at it and knees are already pretty weird looking. So it's like, what is this supposed to look like? Right, right. <laughs> Did it always yeah. look like Stilettos. that? <laughs> Stilettos. Oh, you were wearing heels too, huh? Yes, I was wearing my heels. So of course I just was not going to just fall because that would have, I would probably would have sprained my ankle some more stuff. Right. So yes. I did not fall, y'all. I'll probably post a video and like really be transparent with everybody. Like y'all. I had to sit down. Don't for like do a this home. at home. <laughs> don't do, yeah, don't, don't, because I, I didn't have to stretch it that far. Like I felt it, like the, the limit that I was going past and it just popped. And yeah. by the time it popped, I was like, oh, there it goes. I'm in a position. <laughs> right. You thought that was, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That's crazy. I like if you ever do the splits and sometimes like you just get like a little, that groin pop before you, I don't. I don't know if I'm just I've heard about that but I've never been willing to let my groin pop but I know you know it's probably for the best because I always told people <laughs> if I ever learn how to do the splits I'm gonna just bust out into them wherever I'm at like <laughs> me walking in the grocery store and just boom yep because I can <laughs> it's allowed in my class <laughs> right it's allowed where you because other than that I'm getting kicked out of establishments because I would definitely be busting out into the splits all the time <laughs> but okay so like that happened last week last week <laughs> so what have you realized because you know a, a lot of us have been experiencing what we might call pandemic burnout or like this just like especially and I felt like you before to where I've had stuff lined up and even though nobody else knew I was doing it I felt this immense pressure to get it done and to get it done on the timeline yeah. that I had set for myself and all these things and you know you realize like in due time but like what you know what did your injury I guess make you realize and, and change up well ironically I had a little girls like little retreat like an overnight retreat with my my podcast friends this like this past weekend and when that happened I was just like y'all can't make it like I was just like irritated at myself like out of all things like this just has to happen on this week and I'm supposed to be doing yoga in the sun I know you found bathing um massages set up like we had we had it going on and I was just like you know what get the fuck down because literally when my when I found out the news about my grandpa grandma I already had things lined up so some things I was just like I cannot take off the plate like people didn't put their money down like I cannot not show up as a CEO as a founder like I can't let the people down I can't let them down so um you know I had to put my my adult pants on and like show up but that also caused me to consistently travel so each weekend literally until last weekend I've been going out of town each weekend. Sheesh. You, you just keep your, your bags packed, huh? Damn near, girl. Put your man in another case. Okay, you going in this one. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, like, I, I was already trying to, like, plan weekends. Like, okay, don't go nowhere. But I always end up going somewhere. So I took that as a universal sign. Like, look, sat down. <laughs> right, because um, you can just get a house. Have you even no, been able I'm to enjoy looking it? for a house? No, oh. I didn't get it yet. I actually, the one I, it was a horrible contract and I'm glad, like I actually read the fine print. Um, thank you, government policy degree. Um, <laughs> <I read. laughs> but um, still in the search for that, but yeah, I had, I decided that, you know, I just need to listen to intuition. I kind of felt like the burnout was about to happen, but typically what I do, because I try to plan on my content ahead of time, the last three days, like three to five days of the month, I am invisible. I do not post. I do not newsletter write. I do not do any website updates. No, 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 no. Mm -mm -mm. Don't do it. So that on top of my no meeting Monday, that's how I like kind of strategize and border self-care. Yeah. And that's good, like, that's good to have boundaries. Cause like I was, you know, it's hard. Like if you ever met with people that they don't set aside time, like 
you know, have you ever sat down and tried to have a meeting with somebody that gets 50 million calls and gets up and does this? And it's like, it's overwhelming just to see and be around that. And then Mm -hmm. to have your whole schedule to where it's like, people want to be open. Like, yes, if you have a business, you want to be open to get calls and to have meetings and to do more business, especially if you're in the beginning. But at the same time, it's good to set those boundaries and those parameters, because when it does start to get busy, people already know, oh, I can't call Ashley after 10 or, oh, she uh-huh. doesn't meetings on Monday or oh, whatever. They know. Yeah, they already know. So you don't even have to, I mean, unless they knew, you don't have to get into that. And it's good. It feels good and freeing. So that's good that you have that. Note that everybody listening, note that. Hello, you better <laughs> put it in the booking system too. They cannot book yeah. you days. <laughs> Okay, so you basically sat down and you already had some other days off. So you just took more time off. Is that what you're saying? Um, so yeah, like right now, um, it's it's so crazy. I didn't have too much planned, but I've like I kept my booking site up, but I haven't been advertising like, you know, available. Like <laughs> I've been kind of like on the download about that. And if somebody inquires, like, okay, I'm like, yeah, there goes a link, but it hasn't been a rush to do things so when I say like I've been able to do more administration stuff I've been able to make network calls that I feel like making for myself and not you know like not to say that I I don't have time for my clients but I still do work a full-time nonprofit job for all my people Mm -hmm. out there even though I'm a serial entrepreneur what I was doing for the longest from college, probably up until, uh, yep, last year till I took this full-time job. Um, I've only had part-time contract jobs and that it has helped me like be an entrepreneur more, not really be full-time and, oh, and then it, it, it gets even better when they're like six months. And then I, that way I can plan like, whew, another six months, I am free. Like I can save up enough money. Oh, yeah. I'm so sick of a full-time job. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back. I'm planning to quit. Yay. Um. Okay. So that's good. So you're, you're really overloaded. So right now you actually have the space to, to just work on your job while making money and then get some stuff together with your, your business. So I guess, you know, you're in recovery mode, you're recouping. What can people look forward to as you get back into your groove? Like, yes. So I haven't stopped doing stuff. So, so far, um, I'm kicking out April events. Um, like we got an IG takeover with us. I think it's yes. Okay. I was just gonna say we're leading up <laughs> to the us. IG takeover. Um, I ain't gonna leak what we gonna do. I'm gonna let y'all leak it through the uh, the newsletter. Uh, <laughs> um, but yes, I'm really excited for that. And then I have a lot of paint, pole, and sips. This is like the ultimate girls' night out, but mixed with pole and painting. Mm-hmm. It's really amazing. I started last year, and it's like freaking taking off ever since I said I was going to do it again. So I'm booked up until mid-May. And then I have the first Pretty Girls Poll annual showcase Ooh. where we're going to give away a free poll certification and two. Uh, yes. Yes. Find out. I think I might need to. Hold, let me see. I might have to get a little knee brace. <laughs> yes. Sliding with one leg. Just woo. <laughs> Hello, May 22nd. And then after that, June. Oh, I'm taking off to 12 different cities from June to October. And it's all about pole dance and fitness and in between I'll have you know of course the fun stuff the behind the scenes of photo shoots um tantra talks I'm actually rolling that out next month I try not to cross it over so much since it's quote-unquote taboo and kinky um but that is rolling out next month it's going to be weekly classes hosted on OnlyFans on how to um awaken your kundalini um through breath work yoga meditation and if you have a mate there will be some exercises that you can do with your mate or individually and this is for anybody that doesn't know anything about tantra or even if you do you just want to deepen the practice and probably get some different tricks or tips and I'll be bringing in different tantra hosts too so that'll be fun and um just throwing this out there my love period brand is like building so if you need any type of like I do the sea moss and the herbal teas and you know just other things from Jamaica if you won't need anything for any of your Yanni's themes oh yes because that's a part 
Yes, I'm going to email you right now. I'm writing this down. Thank you for mentioning this. No problem. <laughs> um, but outside of that, I did have a question for you personally. Now, you do all of these things, and a lot of your stuff, um, it, it either is in the sex-positive world or it, like, leans against it pretty heavy. Uh-huh. Do you feel like it's easier to work in this in this industry with a partner? Like, does it give you, like, a sense of security or, or anything like that? Does it make it easier? Does it make oh. it difficult? Oh, that is a really great question. Um, I, well, you know, transparently, I have been, quote unquote, sexually expressive, um, probably since high school. Um, <laughs> imagine, like, if anybody watches Girlfriends, I'm like the Lynn in high school, except for I'm the virgin, but know all this stuff. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> I was about to say, because when I lost my virginity, I mean, that turned into a whole nother, like, damn, like, you know, everything. Like, ah, sorry, but not sorry. <laughs> so, I mean, it's freeing. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, I would say, like, I, if anything, like learning how to to intertwine the sensual, the open liberation, because not a lot of people are open. And mm-hmm. to give a little insight on my relationship, my my significant other is from Mississippi. So Bible Belt, I'm just going to say that. <laughs> and even though he's not religious, some of those things will come off as taboo, like, you know, like, whoa. It's culture, yeah. Yeah, like, whoa, you, you do what? Are you like... <laughs> um, a few things. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> You just got to stand in it. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Yeah, you just, and so I was already naturally confident that way. And um, I would say I wouldn't, I wouldn't say difficult, but like honoring the sacred part of learning to honor the sacred part of sexuality is something that I had to learn being with someone else. Like you don't have to show it to everybody. Yeah. But me, on the other hand, my little Lynn in my mind, I'm like, why not? We're free, aren't we? <laughs> right. So he's teaching you a different type of boundaries that, yeah. but it's good though. Like you said, like it is, you know, you do want to be open and free, which I'm sure has helped you a lot in your business. Um, but, you know, in, in regards to relationship, I'm sure like, it's just like the when you argue, time. like you want to call somebody like, girl, you won't believe what this dude just told me. And you do, 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 do. and then when you make up, it's just like, now you got to be like, oh, shoot, like, we good, girl, we good, we good. <laughs> like, don't talk bad about my man. That's my man. Right. Like, <laughs> like now you gotta backtrack. <laughs> and I want to hint on the protection part, like to be with someone who actually, um, like, cause I've had some weird little incidents where, um, like, I've had guys calling the studio that I um, would work at and, like, look for me and, like, ask the owner, like, can I have her number? What's her Instagram? And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And so, like, to have... because we, we do a lot of things simultaneously together. So we're a lot together. So it, it gives me that comfortability. Like I don't have to look behind my back. I have right. mates at one time that got taken by a club um, bouncer. But, you know, some things like I don't have to over, I guess, like that masculinity part that some of us women have to carry on. Right. Like it feels good to kind of like, you know, like, oh, I got a man. Like, you know, we have our certain security perimeters, like, you know, everybody knows man walk on the outside part of the you know street and stuff like that so it it makes me especially when I get these weird like little messages on dms and stuff like just to show him like look at this and he's like I know you get some because now you're on OnlyFans too and OnlyFans you Mm -hmm. know that already has a negative connotation and then you do do pole dancing and sensual work Mm -hmm. so I'm sure (laughs) you'll girl already know you begin yes. I, I want to just see them just to be like girl really this is what you deal with I, I, I know. just thinking about that like maybe I should screenshot some of this stuff and show them on blast and make fun don't be hiding them <laughs> and just to give everybody that that stigma about OnlyFans please watch the documentary OnlyFans selling sexy on Hulu if you have the Hulu account it is there for you to watch for free okay. um it talks about um all of the things about OnlyFans but you don't have to do any of those nude crazy xxx things and that's what I try to show girls in their pretty and paid master class that you don't have to do those things because y'all this is what I realized with one of my niches and this is why I'm a serial entrepreneur because I can turn anything into profit um when I realized the same poll videos I would post on Instagram for 60 seconds 
the little same weirdos we're talking about would come to my DM and like, you know, hey, can I have the rest of this video and stuff like that? I was like, oh, wow. They're asking to pay for this stuff. Mm-hmm. Hmm, there's a platform for this. The light bulb went off. <laughs> Hello. And so I just pretty much start uploading my poll videos that I, you know, probably would never post because I get nifty and perfectionist. Like, like, you know, I'm never going to upload this. Like, hey, there's people that I could upload it for just on that platform and make money for it. And I like being sexy. And now Instagram all got these rules. Can't say tantra. Can't post lingerie or, you know, Yes, I posted a picture in my swimsuit and I just happened to be looking over my shoulder and I guess somebody at IG was just jealous that I have all this junk in my trunk and they said that it was too sexually explicit and I'm like I'm wearing a bathing suit that they sell at forever 21 don't be mad because I feel it out different hello (laughs) hello I don't know what's with these new rules and policies but hey I'm trying to abide by the rules and this is what it's half though because it's just like it they only incorporate it for some of us yes and I've noticed that I've noticed that we need to do some type of like cancel culture on this. Like we need to stop this because even pole um, dancing, like the pole world, we're trying to stop that shadow ban. Sometimes we get shadow banned from using pole dancing, the, the hashtag that. So, wow. I mean, that's pretty okay. messed up now. Hey, yeah. hey, it's Kim Kardashian and him. Right. Hey. Hello. Hey. But you know, some people have certain people on, on payroll, but it sounds like the way you're talking about it. And I thought about this the other day. OnlyFans and Patreon are almost the exact same thing. Oh, they're the same thing. Right. But yeah, Patreon and Patreon has that. They asked you when you started, is it going to be 18 and older type content or what? And you can decide. And so, but nobody ever was like, Patreon, oh, you on Patreon. So you must be wooty wooty woo. Like I've never heard that. Maybe because of the way, I don't know how OnlyFans started or how it got popular, but maybe when it got popular, it got popular more off of the sex positive that definitely is what happened a lot of um adult entertainment workers started using it I guess more than patreon and probably for the same reasons why I decided to use it because I do have a patreon account but I just don't care for the system setup that's like I don't really get a lot of play I mean I I still promote it because I want patrons but I'm like maybe I need to go on OnlyFans like you (laughs) yeah um so I just like went what was comfortable for me I played with both of the the sites and I just went with it's for me imagine this y'all Instagram with a tip button that's what OnlyFans is Mm, Instagram with a tip button everywhere on your timeline tip button in the DMs there's a tip button they can tip you anywhere I like that so yeah we go talk (laughs) um so just so y'all know i'm definitely hiring positive pose positive ashley pose pretty girl pose whatever whatever your higher name is for your brand strategy (laughs) you You got too many names (laughs) i'm I'm building teams now yes this is what we're doing so okay so just to recap so the year started off with you having like your whole year mapped out. You had to slow down due to life, which I think a lot of us are very, very much so open and okay with maybe compared to how people were prior to COVID. Um, but you had to slow down and you are gearing back up to to start doing stuff in a- your tour. Your, mm-hmm. um, what was it called? What you call April? Your April? Um, April is going to pretty much be the the campaign of the play and slay tour so right. i'm looking for yeah, sponsors yeah. i'm <laughs> looking for people who want to put their brands out there that have samples yes hit up pretty girls paul <laughs> right and i'm gonna be one of them y'all so check her out i'm gonna be on there i'm gonna definitely uplift her and share and Yay! then from there you said from june to october you're doing 12 cities or or yes, yes. okay and they already yep. are announced, like you already know where you're going. I know where I'm going. I could drop a few dates, right? Well, not dates. I'll drop the, you got to wait for the dates to release for everybody else. Or subscribe to the tribe because that's where the dates are releasing first. But I'm going to start in Houston. Then I'm going to flip to Austin, Dallas. Then I'm going to flip over to Nashville, Memphis. Head over to Miami. Say hey. hey. Atlanta. And then I'm going to stop by Cali. I got to okay. do a whole roll. So LA, San Fran, Oakland, okay. Vegas. Yeah, yeah. Are you not going to the there. East Coast? So the know? East Coast, it only got Atlanta, Miami, and... Um, 
I guess you, if you want to count Nashville or Memphis. Right. How but no, up north. Out. Yeah, nowhere up north just yet. And I'll say this. It's because, for one, I got to be in the hot girl summer locations for the summertime. <laughs> but, but, but the East Coast gets hot. I mean, the, you know, North, they True. get hot in the but, summer. And I will say this, too. New York, I don't know why they are charging. I kid you guys not. So if you are a part of the pole community, please hit me up and tag your studio because I'll come out there if I can find a studio cheaper than $150 per hour, okay? (laughs) Or sponsor her. Respond and I will Mm -hmm. come Mm -hmm. to New York, okay? That's the only reason why it's not on the list right now. I was taking the, the biggest places and the ones that had, the best rates right now mm-hmm. and um whatever is not on the list I will say sign up for that pretty girls pole tour round two next year because that hey. one's going to be a longer and more bigger expansive one and I'm hoping to do something special in each town okay well I'm glad that you didn't get <clears throat> too injured you know what I mean I'm glad that it was just enough to make you sit down but not enough to throw off your Take whole profession yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. thank you Right. So that's good. Okay. So yeah, we're going to connect on that end. Um, Outside of that, it is Women's History Month still as we're recording. So is there any like thing that you want to leave with women or do you have like a story or like a quote or something by a woman that you, you live by that you want to share? Share a quote by, um, if anybody knows Queen Afua. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I love that. Love that lady. It's actually a, from a book. Um, she has a list of her poems and they have a sacred woman poems. So I'll just read one of the quotes that I like by her. Um, well, probably two because it's really short. But um, my womb is sacred and so is my life. And honoring the sacred woman, I honor myself or thyself. So it's very simplistic in a sense, but um, definitely being a doula and doing the training and being more um, attached. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) being more attached to the divine feminine and um, releasing toxicity with sacral um, rituals and just work. That's the best, I guess. I don't know. I guess quote you can say like what womanhood I guess represents to me and just how I I reflect that but yeah outside of that like doula wise I am a doula I'm full spectrum so I help ladies become fertile I help them mostly the postpartum um, part I'm a postpartum grief loss doula that is more so my niche so after you have your baby I help when you are trying to get your life back on track trying to lose weight that's where the pole and yoga comes from getting back connected to your sensuality because a lot of moms you know just feel naturally out of touch sometimes Mm -hmm. or just want to get you know the junk in the trunk that pelvic floor back right and tight so (laughs) remember how you you got that baby right yes 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 (laughs) (laughs) so um yes uh part of womanhood I mean this month is the march of time so um in the past before I had miscarriages um I would I was an active participant in March of Dimes, so getting donations and doing um, the campaigning. And so now um, I've decided that even though I can still do that, I'm going to honor myself on March and, you know, just honor myself and my babies that um, that would have been here with me and just take the month of March light and just honor that. Right. That's good. That's a good story. So is that how you got into, like, you started in, like, kind of in the dual of path and it led you? To what you do now so crazy um what led me on the zola path um everybody has an ob growing up and so naturally like my ob i had the same chick since i graduated high school and then had to go to college but that was like my home girl like she was the only one in my stuff and i was just <laughs> i definitely was like <laughs> Like growing up, I always knew I wanted to be a doctor in the medical field. So like 
having that relationship with her and like you know kind of trying to figure out like okay it's that college time what am I gonna do when I go to college I was like you know what are you what do you do I like I like you know this profession you only have you know, lady clients you don't see the boys like oh okay I like this and you're talking to me about sexual health and um making sure all my lady parts are right I was like I like you know this type of support and when I found out um at the time I didn't have an OB she was a nurse practitioner um I was like oh so wow like you can look at my stuff and you're not a doctor she's like yeah I can look at your stuff and I'm not a doctor it's just called something different but OB delivers and I just do more so of um the education pelvic treatment and you know checking for STDs type stuff and I was like hmm I think I done found a gateway like a shortcut to this doctor thing (laughs) yeah I like that too like I probably I may have went more that way too if I knew (laughs) girl oh because it's like it's cool delivering babies but you know like okay it's like it's a real part to that and I think I talked to somebody about this before it's like when you think of the profession as a whole it's just like when I'm a social worker it's like when you think of the profession as a whole it's like okay I get to help people I get to do this I get to so say OB I get to deliver babies and help moms and stuff but then you think about it it's like okay I gotta look at people's vaginas they might have stuff they might not clean very well you know (laughs) something might burst like women's poop a lot when they have me mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to be there for that like scream it like and then it's just like <clears throat> you know what <clears throat> I'm be a social worker <laughs> yes it gets real once you get closer to the to that degree part or like you know all different types of stuff so I ended up going in for like my biology and then I ended up switching because I'm really a flower child at heart like I went from a biology major um to get ready for pre-med to switch into environmental health and then Mm -hmm. biological research and Mm -hmm. as I you know finished my BS I got ready for my master's I'm like okay this that nurse practitioner part like you know who I gotta either apply for this or you know get a master's in something else and pretty much the same questions that you well not questions but the realizations of like I gotta look at vaginas every day I gotta smell different stuff every day and like y'all I've already have been teaching pole classes for a few years so even though I'm not down there you get to smell some different stuff Mm -hmm. (laughs) do you have speaking I mean we're gonna end soon but (laughs) on that like do you especially COVID right how do you keep it safe how do you keep um nice smells and energy in the room with so many different people that have their different cultures and practices like do you have like standards like okay when you get here go wash up here's some wipes like you know yes so yes I definitely give everybody the heads up because I do workshops so I have time to tell people ahead of time like look if you're sick don't come we're gonna have a a, the little I hate calling like the gun thermometers but that's what they are the little gun thermometers um I've been working consistently with one studio so I'm not sure how other studios are doing them but they already have that ready to go and I gunshot everybody on the way in make sure their temperature is right they write their temperature next to their waiver and and, um, you know, that verifies like, hey, you were good. And um, each hour before and after class and actually during class, so you don't slip, we actually spray alcohol on the, the pole. So everybody's pole should be sanitized. The floor should be swift and sanitized. And um, because the studio, they have a, a cleaner, like, you know, that gets the bathroom and stuff gets done so outside of that and like having everybody's own cubby section own sectional the poles are naturally six to eight feet apart so when you come in as long as you're by your pole you don't even have to worry about getting other people's space right so that's like another great thing I have realized when COVID did happen and stuff was closing down I was like oh pole studios only got six to eight poles anyway right like y'all already was prepared y'all was ready for this (laughs) Okay, cool. Yeah, so that was dope. And some studios I have seen, like they still teach with their mask or all the students have the mask, but the instructor doesn't so they can project their voices. Um, I kind of, I tried to teach with the mask and I kind of felt like that hyperventilation thing. And I was just like, oh no, that's not for me. Um, I just can't, like, it's just not for me. So all the other students, if they're comfortable, I'm like, hey, you can take off your mask. Um, you signed the liability waiver. We all know the the possibilities of things so mm-hmm. just you know know that you know <laughs> right stay safe okay so to close it out um let people know where they can find you your websites and 
and everything um so that they can link up with you and don't be sliding in her dm being inappropriate (laughs) linking up appropriately (laughs) (laughs) um but i guess i'll start with there um if you are looking for more sensual pole videos because you know also you can't share a lot of music on instagram now or you're taken down so if you're looking for more pole videos sensual um live videos storytelling and erotic stories i share those things on my only fans um and you can go to onlyfans.com backslash silk the body silk like silk robe silk the body um but me i am positive ashley your master manifester and i will be releasing a manifest your best life class again i did this last year um and it worked out really great there's so many great testimonials and i'm going to do it again in may and it's going to be free so if you're subscribed to the positive posse all you have to go to is positive.ashley on instagram that's my instagram handle and um go to the link in bio and sign up and you're going to get the to for me to help you manifest your best life it's a 21 day online virtual master class um but anything else like pretty girls poll go to prettygirlspoll.com um for any updates about the poll tour um for sponsor information contact us at prettygirlspoll at gmail.com and we're looking to expand our team pretty girls poll is like globally expanding and we're going to need a few different things like an assistant a social media manager um what else like I said sponsors and oh a publicist and marketing team yes we need all of those great things to keep this poll movement going and growing this community so if you want to join the team we're definitely looking um and we can't wait to connect with you guys thank you so much Ashley open she got open position so what I'm going to ask from you Ashley is that any job opportunities that you have, if you could put it all in like into one sheet or if you want to separate them, like how a job description would be, we could repost that to our For Us Nation website um, for job openings and then also share it in our newsletters so that we can help our community and stuff like that. But I would love to share that as well. But yeah, other than that, thank you guys. Oh, and one more thing, shout out your podcast real quick because I heard you mention it. Oh, yes. It's called What's on Your Plate by four serial entrepreneurs in Jackson, Mississippi. Well, I guess you say Mississippi because I'm not in Jackson, but (laughs) in Mississippi. (laughs) And it's on all platforms. Nice. Okay. So, yes. So, everybody go support. She gave you all her handles. They will be in the show notes. Um, If you want to join up on the team, please just reach out. Just do it. Even even if you don't know how you will feel about it, like sometimes you just have to do things that make you feel uncomfortable because that's how you unlock a different part of your life and a different part of yourself. Um, I'm I'm Perky. You can follow me at Perky Sexy Cool or Perky Perspectives. That's the name of the podcast. If you're looking for anything podcast related, just type in Perky Perspectives. I'm all over the place. Um, And I'm also looking for more creatives to join my team. Like I told Ashley, Love Period LLC is where I do my um, herbal teas and sea moss. Uh, We we have similar things. Like I'm there to aid menstrual health as well. So if you want to need any help getting to that better part of your wellness journey you know maybe you're confused maybe you don't know where to start maybe you just need some resources you know I'm here to help um outside of that please like subscribe share and rate the podcast so that it could be more visible and look out for my OnlyFans podcast page (laughs) thank you guys for listening and I will talk to you soon